Hi guys and welcome back to a very special episode of the meaning of life from case perspective I'd like to say hello, hola, bonjour to my new listeners and to my to, to the normal, to the gang, to the family Yo what's up my people, hope you guys have had a wonderful day Wherever you're listening to this, good morning, good evening, good night Hope it's the last thing you listen to before you guys go to bed, you know, listen to some edifying stuff. But on a serious note, if you want a recap of the of the previous episode, so we're here with Maggie. Maggie talks about being sexually assaulted by a close family friend. She then tells her brother after seeing a Hollyoaks episode whilst watching it with him. And she didn't realise for like another five years or so like that this happened to her because in this day and age, people that, well not even in this day and age, a lot of people don't like process that they've been sexually abused, especially at a young age. And f- because they think it's normal and this case and this was the case with maggie maggie's brother then just decides to take it into his own hands and get justice and calls the police the police do a little investigation and that's what we left off my people hope you guys are blessed and let's get straight into this and i'll see you- yeah oh my gosh i will see you guys at the end And I remember my social worker was like, Are we gonna have to refer yeah. you to um, a therapist? And I was like, Heck, I'm not abnormal, let me live my life. Um, and yeah, like it was just very, there was just so much going on, and I just was literally running away from it. Like, I just didn't want to accept it. Like, I didn't want to accept that, Oh, this was me. So I was like, No, that is not me. Like, this thing that happened to me doesn't define me because this is who I am. Even though it, that doesn't yeah. define you, as my sister Leah, as my sister Jacolia said, like it, it's a process. You know what I mean? It's a process when it comes to healing. So on the other side, yeah, it's not you. You don't you don't want to be defined by that. But on the other side, it's like it did happen to you. So you need to kind of like like process it and just be like, do you, you know what I mean? Because the, mm. the the two types of that's not me. It doesn't define you. So yeah. it doesn't define you now. If I'm correct yeah it, it didn't define you yeah i hope yeah. you guys can get what i'm trying to say but yeah so with you not coming home did your parents get angry like what what was their reaction to this my mom i don't think she was angry i think she just felt so much sympathy for me she was just upset for me because she knew why i was acting like that that she just knew that when she called my phone i would i don't think i'd pick up like I think I did, yeah. but then I was just move iffy and stuff. Like, I was just trying to air it off. And I remember one time, Mercy. my social worker must have gotten the same bus as me. Yo, I was like, what is going on? And he looked at me, but he didn't not look at me like, you know, he just, he clocked me and he sat, like, far away from me. And I just was thinking, like, oh, no, like, my best friend's going to know what's happening. Your heart was racing. I just, like, it was just so crazy. Like Beating. He was literally racing and... I yeah, mean, that's yeah. That. You put yeah, beating yeah, fast. Yeah, sorry. Fast. I was like, what's? <laughs> I was just like, what's going on? And then, yeah, I can't even remember what else happened. But then fast forward to that. That's that when I lot? started going to therapy. Um, I mean, the lady was actually very nice. I can't lie. Um, she was she was very she was actually very nice, but. Because I was I wasn't in tune with my feelings no more. Yeah, I yeah. was because I was so used to playing the facade. Boy, I that thought is, that this boy, facade was I my reload life. It, reload it. This isn't even a positive thing to reload, but yeah. for the for the audience, reload that, reload it. 
like, because I didn't know who I was, I just thought that my facade was my so identity. How, do you know how that how scary that is and how detrimental to your, to a person's mind that is? So that 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 person that isn't you, because triggered by the traumatic incidents, you thought that person that you were pretending to be was you. So now you're not confronting your trauma. Now you're acting out. And guess who yeah. this all happened? Because of the guy that did that to you. So this is one of the serious effects of what sexual abuse or rape what anything like that is non-consensual can do to someone is, is that a fair thing to say maggie because when i heard that man man had to reload it like one dj because yeah, i'm thinking that is crazy that is that is something unheard of well me for me personally but sorry to cut you carry on yeah and i remember i remember it got to i don't i didn't go to many sessions mm. i think i went for like maybe four sessions and this, that, the therapy wasn't just for, like, the abuse. It was for um, other things as well. Like, for example, oh, me seeing a seizure. Like, it was for both things. That was when I was in Angola. Oh, I think I'm back to that. But it was also mentioned in my testimony yeah. when I was, like, year seven. I saw my brother have a seizure for the first time. And I was, like, really scared yeah. because like, I was close to my brother. And I was like, what's going on? And we weren't even in, we were, like, back in my home country and like when it comes to like medical services and all that it's very techie i'm not gonna lie to you it's very dodgy and techie like do you get me so i was just kind of very scared and it got to a point for like a year i couldn't sleep by myself because it kept on coming back in my mind and i definitely think this is where my facade really like it it came out like massively because i had to pretend that i was okay i had to pretend that nothing was hurting me and Mm yeah that yeah literally and i just didn't want to be i don't know i just wanted to somewhat be normal kind of thing it's like it all just played a factor and like the questions would always arise like why me why me why am i at the wrong place at the wrong time when it's not even my fault and i'm a young child like why kind of thing any trust like like, did you blame god basically for the unfortunate accidents what incidents that happened to you I didn't want to blame God, but I think only when I was in year 12, that's when I somewhat started blaming God. Because I tried to be so positive, because I always knew God, like, I always knew God, I always knew he heard me, like, if I prayed for something when I was younger, I always knew he, that, I always knew he was near me, I always knew it. So, I had things for me to hold on to, for me not to walk my perception of him. You're just like, so come I on, man, like, put the blame on him. Like, help me out. Yeah, I'll just be like, can you not see that I'm hurt? Yeah, 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 yeah. kind just of thing, but wouldn't before. blame yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, do you get me? The seizures, the sexual abuse, the going home late, the therapy, the fa- the police just doing their job with air quotes, you know what I mean? Um, this, this, okay, how do I say this? This whole incident changed your life, didn't it? evidently we, we we can see even just from yeah. the beginning of you being that like that like, like the, the shy introverted child to you being i don't want to class it as ghetto but <laughs> ghetto and and being rebellious and and being rude all happened because of that like one incident so was there any change or was there anything else that was piled piled piling on like yeah because on your story 
not on your story, on your Twitter, you said you struggled with masturbation as well. Was that also as a result of um, the whole sexual assault and mm-hmm. rebellious kind of like period? Yeah, because like as well, I don't know, because I'm not going to lie, um, from the way the police handled the situation, because okay. that was basically they must have said oh to confirm if you've actually like been sexually assaulted you're gonna have to like, go like to the hospital to get some like ch- some something I don't know something like that but I just didn't feel comfortable I was like no like firstly I don't want to be doing the statement things I was like no and then they basically said like oh if you're Ooh. not gonna comply with this we basically think you're lying and this is gonna be absolutely useless and I genuinely felt like what like you're telling me that you think everything that I'm saying yeah. is a lie and I just got really angry because I was like you're trying to say yeah like I'm telling the truth and you're gonna have to like you know do these checks and I just didn't feel comfortable what I literally didn't feel comfortable like I didn't want to go along with it obviously my parents couldn't force me they're like we don't want to force or anything and then um that's when as well like after because i remember we like kind of stopped that whole investigation we're like yeah no we don't want to go because i was like i don't want to go along with it so my parents like yeah so did the whole case get shut basically yeah and something like that yeah basically and um with me i know what i took from that situation was kind of like oh okay then what kind of happened to me was kind of like my fault that makes sense like i basically had that perception i'll be so real like I had that perception and I was like, yeah, like, okay, cool. It's happened to me. I probably deserve it. Um, And then, because as well, I had like all these sexual urges as well. So when, let's say, something would happen to me and let's say it would hurt me afterwards because I'd be like, oh my days, why did I do that? I'd kind of be like, oh, like, okay, cool. It's your fault. Self-blaming, basically. I don't know if that makes sense. You couldn't understand why someone would do that. Yeah. Nor did you have an answer from the perpetrator. So you're constantly blaming yourself, saying, this happened to me because I did this. I actually deserved it without getting, like, uh, without there ever being a motive established from the guy that did that to you. So you're thinking, who else is there to blame? Because I don't have his reason. So it's obviously something that I did. Am I correct? Oh my god, yeah. that is shocking, that man. I just want to say I'm sorry that you went through that. That everything that we've said, because we've even got some more stuff to cover, but that there is just the person that I see you now, that you are now, Maggie. I should be leaving this to the end, but you've had an amazing change, bro. And I'm so grateful for your life, man. Honestly, even I didn't even know it was until last year that you were still battling all this stuff. But to see the person that you've come, it's an amazing change, man. And I can only thank God. I just wanted to say that a little interlude, but um, mm-hmm. wow! Like I'm sorry, I'm just in awe. I'm just, I'm just shocked because that is that is a lot. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm you and this is what happened to me, but it's just a lot to take in. But back to the pornography part, yeah. Mm-hmm. How, okay, so let me just rephrase this. So as you let us, as you said on your um Twitter, you struggled with pornography. I remember we did um go off track, if you want to call it like that. No offense, anyway. Um, how did you like get into pornography, and how did that affect you? If you're comfortable with saying it, because you know, I porn was because that from a young stuff. age. But yeah, mm. but like I was kind of exposed to it at a young age, and I wouldn't 
I didn't want to like go onto like the actual websites. What do you mean? So I trying to weigh my way around, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, like I would just like my curiosity would just go and like just look it up, kind of thing. And then I don't know. I think there was a period in time where I actually just wasn't actually into like pornography or anything, like in secondary school. So then it only came, I think, maybe around. I don't even know. Was it yeah, year ten? Yeah, yeah. Even around year ten, that's when I was exposed right. to like you know when people would stay in school and stuff. Like this person would do this, and then yeah. that's when I You're was curious, somewhat like basically. creeping all this, into all this. All this has come out of curiosity because then... as we're young, we do get introduced to pornography, and the man, yeah. the man, the girl, the man saying, "I did this with me," and like you, you want to see what that actually is, so you checked it out for yourself. And am I correct in terms of you checked it out for mm-hmm. yourself? And then the whole masturbation thing happened. Yeah. Like, did... Yeah. And then in year 11, after, I think some period in year... I don't know, because it was very much, very stop on, stop on kind of thing. Like, on and off. Do you get me? It wasn't no addiction. It wasn't, like, like, consistent. Four times a week. Yeah. I think it was only addiction, only, like... Yeah, yeah year 11 summer and then from year 11 summer until basically yeah, i got yeah. sick on a, like, on a, on a that's when it was like full-on addiction that. sorry you that's don't know like that anymore kind of thing. in jesus name <laughs> 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 hey man, man, that, 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 that but um did that affect you the whole porn um like did that affect the way you looked at men and women i'm not trying to say you're bisexual or anything like that but like because you know that pornography does kind of damage people's minds. So do you want to yeah. give us just your experience with that? Yeah. It definitely... I, I, I don't think I've ever paid attention towards, like, it damaging, yeah. like, my perception, but I definitely think it did. Because yeah. um, some of the things I would say would people be like, my days, like... would be a bit overboard. Like, chill, you get I want him to do this to me, daga, daga. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like I'm very much overboard. Some people like, hey, like, chill, you get me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, very much like that. But I don't, I don't really know if it kind of tainted. Actually, what is with us? So please tell the truth, sis. It probably did. <laughs> no, I'm actually trying to. Tell, I'm actually trying to think. Like, it's probably done once. Like, Wait, did, like, but you didn't realize it, it did, because but, you, you, you I, were in an environment where that thing was, it was kind of normalized. Yeah, and it is still in the norm in society. So the thoughts that you're thinking, nobody's you telling me? you this is wrong because especially when you're in groups with mandem and girl them, right? I wanted to, I wanted to do this to my kitty. Period. Or the mandem, yeah, man did this of her. You think this is normal, but when you look back at it, bro, the way I'm thinking about these girls, the way I'm thinking about these men isn't really right because all that all i'm doing is seeing them as a sexual object so that was kind of with me similarly i didn't realize what i was thinking was wrong mm-hmm. until i kind of took myself out of the equation and thought like right this ain't right still like this ain't adding up still but yeah 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is hypothetically speaking people by the way i i don't do that and you know just just gonna put it out there you know just for maggie's sake i'm saying this <laughs> but <laughs> on a road though what was your whole addiction? Did you ever talk about? Do you did you ever tell tell anyone, or was it just like a kind of low key? I mean, I I can't like because when this started happen, 
I was in year 12 now. Yeah. So in the people I was with, I was very much expressive. It got to point year 12. I wouldn't keep silent as, as I did when I was younger. Like, if I went through something before, I would have kept silent. Like, last year, I was very much, no, like, I would have standed my ground. I would have said to, I would have spoken out yeah. towards someone, them, even if it was just, like, them, yeah, one of my friends or something, I would have told them. Yeah. Yeah. But it was because, like, the people around me were kind of doing the same yeah. thing. It was like, oh, it's normal, man. Like, it helps. No science says yeah, man, it helps. You did it, did it, did it. I was like, oh, it's yeah, it's right. It's a relaxer. Anytime you feel bad, just slap it. Anytime you feel good, slap it. It's all good, man. It's all good. You know, it's even better than sex. You know, you know? No STDs, no chances of this. That it was literally one of those conversations, but I kind of knew that it wasn't good because obviously coming from a Christian household, like yeah. I just knew I don't think I should be doing this. But and at the same time, I was so real. I did. I knew it wasn't good, but um, because because I know yeah. God was calling me after like in year eleven. So I, so I remember in year eleven I tried doing. Yeah. I wasn't even doing Christ. Yeah. I've done God. I've done religion, but I didn't know Christ. And then yeah. I was like, cool. So this shift with regards to the pornography and thing. stuff. And then, so when I did... Porn and so forth and the masturbation. Huh? On. Yeah. So then when I would like get involved with like porn and stuff, yeah, like, like, yeah. I would feel a bit of that like, conviction. Like, you shouldn't be doing this. Personal yeah, clarity, like yeah, when I go right. Sunday, that like, you shouldn't be doing this. this I feel like there's a conviction for everybody still, let me not lie. Because you want to, you will feel like it's wrong when we do it, like, Oh man, I'm the scum of the earth. I'm an animal. What am I doing? <laughs> I remember countless times having a child with a man them like that. Man, it's crazy. But carry on. But yeah, like so, I knew it wasn't good, mm-hmm. like in terms of like God. But I just didn't want to give. I I I don't think it was anything bad. And I was just like, oh, this is my life. Like I've been exposed to such a young yeah, age that yeah. like, no one could stop it, kind of thing. Yeah, Shout out King Von, yeah, that's why right, I literally got in it. Song of the Star, kind of thing. I'm a jerk, all my days. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> but yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you definitely like okay, it impacted me. I can't this, is, this is this is this this is the ten point question. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say this slowly. Yeah. Do you think your life would be different if you were never sexually abused? Because if we look at everything, audience, if we look at everything this young this young lady has gone through, I feel like we'd want to know because the whole rebellion, the whole porn, the whole, like, the ghetto, <laughs> ghetto stuff, like, honestly, like, 100% transparency, do you think you'd be a different person? In what yeah. sense? I definitely think I'd be a different person. Like, I probably would, I don't know, I just definitely would be a different person because I know a lot of things that I, the things that would hold mm. me to actually receiving Christ at an earlier age yeah. was because, yeah, like, oh, yeah. all of that things, traumatic all thing, stuff that you, you get me? Was it was kind of like a domino effect, basically. This happens, so this happens, so this. No, not a domino effect, yeah. but a chain um, reaction, I think. Yes, I'm correct. Yes, 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 yes. No, it's a dominant but, but um, yeah, yeah. Now again, now now we're in 2020. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what? When people speak about it, do you, are you do you, are you vocal about what's what you've gone through? 
are you vocal do you do, does it come up in conversation mm. if you're trying to help what do you mean do you, do you... and what are their reactions because you don't seem like that type oh of person yeah still I, yeah. I, i'll be so real i don't know if this is um christ typical but i just thought your testimony was just like the, the simple thing in it like living a bit wrecky in the world and you just came to christ but your story bro your story is a different one like a completely 360 to what i thought it would have been yeah so now at church have you, have you spoken about in church do the church people know like yeah. um thing is because yeah. when i received christ the church that i was going to my parents were already uh, like thinking yeah we're ready to cut so to talk about so it. i haven't really had like a yeah. like yeah i haven't really had like you know like church friends kind of thing that i've only yeah, actually yeah. been Shout like a church my environment my kind of thing yeah, like through yeah. god's evil okay. i can't lie no no where do i lie yeah driller driller maggie magazine yeah but <laughs> don't lower me i want you to laugh bro i made a joke this is no. funny good 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 <laughs> Yeah, I'm not I'm that guy. No, I'm joking. I'm a podcaster. Podcaster. No, get on to me. Yeah, no, get on to me. For <laughs> man in college. But um, are there any? I just like to say, I know this. We've we've had like a little jokey thing. We've been laughing. Maybe in times where we shouldn't. You know what I mean? But I just like to say thank you so much for like hopping on to like my podcast. I do appreciate it and you sharing your testimony. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rewind. You're a Christian, yeah. How did you? How did you end up? I said, of course, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. We don't need a vim. We don't need a vim sister. Um, how did you end up coming to God after everything that happened? Just briefly, please. Um. After everything I'd gone through, because then I remember I lost someone that I was close to as well, and everything was just like like everything had gone down the drain. From ex- like it's so exactly a year ago cooking. today. Sorry, I, 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 I was going always, down the drain. used to get me a, a mug with the how did it affect you? Or it, but seriously, quickly, how did that affect you? The losing <laughs> a friend after everything that you had been through. It was so yeah. painful because um, it was actually my nan that was like close to you, to her, so. like, and it was just yeah, it was my nan. And like it was just so painful and. I didn't, yeah. again, I didn't know how to process emotions. Like, I didn't know. So my way of processing emotions was filling up a void. And exactly a year ago today, I'm convinced I was definitely been zoo, ready to fly away my emotions. And yeah. I just knew God was like, yeah. okay, you yeah, need yeah, to yeah. come to me. And I knew that I needed to heal from God. Like, I just knew it. And then um, it will happen January 16th. I'll never forget that day. And then I just, like, my brother had another seizure that day. And I was just so, like, I was just so upset. I was just mad. Everything was, everyone was just making me irate. I felt like my friends had, like, stabbed me in the back. I just felt, like, poo. I felt alone. And I started crying. And then I remember I must have played a playlist. Yeah. Like, I just put on YouTube, like, Hillsong playlist. And the first song, it was, like, Broken Vessels. And I just started crying. I was like, God, I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. And I was just crying, like, God, I need you. I need you. I need you. That's it. And that's all I was saying. And that was the day that I actually received Christ. But not, yeah, I actually wanted to turn to God. That's when I wanted to turn to God. However, I only 
I think I only properly received Christ maybe in February times because most of January I can't I can't even remember what happened because so you're kind of you're serious at that point and you knew you needed to change was, but you had it like gone through with the change fully fully yeah i hadn't actually seen god's nature yet i was like i i, I remember saying to god i looked at my sky i looked at my my ceiling i said god yeah. i'm only coming to mouth. you here because everyone says you're good everyone says you're good you better change me if not i don't know i said if not i'm gonna commit suicide like i actually was i was actually very much at that point that i didn't have anything else kind of thing i was like it's either you or i'm not living and i said if you if i live for you please make my life so much different than the current state that i am right now and i remember i was listening to this mix shout out to travis green yeah i was listening to his song was it his song and who's it? Todd Delaney, Made Away and the Anthem. Those two songs were the songs that I actually... Yeah, were they? After yeah, they were the songs the that really motivated me to come to Christ. Yeah. Like, yeah. They really motivated me to come to Christ. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. No, and behold, they're here with the started. new yeah. creation. Maggie, come on, man. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. But just, Amen. Yeah. Amen. No, but honestly, let me just say a little quick word. Um, if anyone has like feels like a resemblance towards this story, and you are in Christ, remember that the old man has gone; the new person is alive. When that Christ died on the cross, you died on the cross. Because I know, like with me, I think even for me to be here now with you, Craig, and for me to say my testimony and stuff, it's only for me to realize that when Christ died. He died because he loved each and every one of us. And the people, like, when Christ died, you was on the cross. I was on the cross. All the things that I went through was on the cross. And when he resurrected, I resurrected as well. He resurrected anyone else listening to this as well. So, Romans 8, chapter 1. And no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Because all those, no device, and what's it called? No one can come and try and say, hey, this was you, because I know for a fact that no. It's not yeah, me man. at all. Like, yeah, I went through that, but that person died on the cross You're and I'm a new Christian right. in Christ Jesus. Like, amen. I'm holy, I'm righteous. Amen, and amen, I'm a whole amen. different person because of Christ. Word, another yeah. word, vibes. You know the vibes, you know the vibes. Yeah, but I just want to say, Maggie, I said it before Maggie and I'll say it again. I love you, my bro. Your story is, bro, I never thought it would be this long. I don't think I'm chopping it up. I, I do not give a toss. Yeah, people are going, I'm going to force you, man, to listen to this, yeah? But I hope you guys have enjoyed, like, this episode. I hope you've been able to take something, take something away from Maggie's story. Because this one, like, I wasn't expecting it to be in this depth. I thought I told Maggie, yeah, we're going to be here for half an hour, bro. Like, man, are you not advised? Period. Simple things. But Maggie is just opened up. She has basically, I'm going to say that, no, I'm not gonna say it before it sounds weird, but become naked in terms of like she's let everything. No, because you, you, you I, it. No, What does this have to do? You know when you chop carrots, you being free and you like Okay, how do I put it? Yeah, you not your yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Well, you basically just open up. You've been transparent. Yeah, shout out, brother. Ten minute. I'm Ben. I'm Bills. I'm Prince. All the man them. You just become like transparent. You haven't let anything back. You've told the truth. 
nothing but the truth and the absolute truth. So swear to God. But um it's just a blessing to hear how you've changed. I'll be so real, bro. I wasn't expecting this, like I said. And this is me being serious, like I think I probably said this because we probably recorded this so many times because I just I didn't feel happy, like little behind the scenes, you know. But um the change that I've witnessed since like when did I when did I when did I first meet you over text, first of all, like say so I when? No, I can't like I saw you first. You Wait, know? when it, 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 I remember in the GC. Um, big you up in the there. GC when big you up. No, differently. Big you up differently. <laughs> no, basically, remember when Tim done that three day prayer call, well, yeah? And the last day yeah. I remember you was actually speaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then you uh, were like football, like kicking ball. I love, and then, love, love, love. I remember big you I up differently, no, honestly be made right with god any christians listening to this anybody feel like they need to be made right with god thank you lord you are not you can't be made right through your actions like it's it's actually impossible bro that's why jesus christ came down on this earth died on that cross took all your sins took masturbation took, took all your dirtiest sins that are in the dark that you don't even want people to know about that God knows about. He took that on the cross so that you would be made right. So you wouldn't have to do works. So that your prayer that you'd think is a work that you'd be made right with God can't make you right with God. Jesus Christ paid the price, my people. The sacrificial lamb. Oh my days. Thank you. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna chop that. I'm not, I don't wanna go there. I'll go there, I'll go there afterwards. Man. But guys, I hope you've enjoyed listening to another episode of the world's greatest podcast, Maggie. Can we say it again? The meaning of life from Yo, my people, thank you so much for taking time out of your lovely and precious day to listen to another episode of The Meaning of Life from Craig's Perspective. That was the finale and the end of Victim's Guilt. Maggie, shout out to you, my sister. I love you so much, man. Thank you so much for being brave enough to share your story on my platform. I really do appreciate it. Shout out to all my my real ones that keep supporting me. Shout out to my fans that support this podcast. I do appreciate it. Uh, do I have anything to say? Any news? Any announcements? This is just the dome, so I don't actually think I do. But keep showing love to your neighbour. It's never too late to accept Christ into your life, man. You changed my life. You changed Maggie's. Everybody that's been on the episode, there's been a change. You've listening. You've listened to the broken past, where they try to fill a void with something. God, Jesus Christ filled that void, and He can fill your void. Whether you're seeking it through um wild sex masturbation drugs alcohol anything even billing it jesus christ can fill the void man just come to him it's never too late man if you need any help any advice just shout me shout on my instagram the meaning of life with craig and i hope you guys are blessed in a bit man i can keep stopping all your love i see Chase me